Coming up, we're going to discuss our experience staying at Lowe's Sapphire Falls Resort, the newest on-site Lowe's hotel at Universal Orlando Resort. So live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. Episode 93 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Sloppy. Sloppy Oliver. <laughs> You're not Sloppy. wrong. Frank. Hi everyone. I am your host for this episode, Craig Williams, as I am every episode. Joining me today is Rhino. Hello. Who's now going to stop doing the other things he was doing. Yes, I am. The intro's over. And then back on the controls, making a sloppery mess of everything. Yeah. That's it's, right. I, mean, I just, made I had to make up a new word. To describe your behavior today, sloppery. What threw me off was the uh, was that small power surge we had before because yeah, I've whatever. just realized, and I'll, I'll let you know now. There's going to be no lower thirds today because due to the power surge thing, they're not loading in. Oh, that's fine. You'll be able to load them in whenever we cut away to one of our first videos or anything. Okay, yep, good idea. Oliver Green that's back me. on the controls, everyone. Hopefully wow. for another week as well. Yes, hopefully for one more week <laughs> at least. Uh, so. Uh, we are going today to be talking about Low Sapphire Falls Resort. Uh, we stayed there last weekend, as you know. As soon as we were finished with our last show, we went straight over there and uh, we spent uh, three and a half days, almost four full days there, uh, just parading around the resort, checking everything out. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm very excited to uh, discuss this. But before we get into that, I'm not going to open up the floor for housekeeping because that's not how it's happening today. But I am going to open up the floor for myself to say, um, just for everyone out there, just so you know, we have now launched the silent auction uh, that we are running as part of our Diz Unplugged 10th Anniversary Mega Meet, which actually starts tomorrow if you're watching or listening to this on Thursday, July 21st. If you're not, then, um, well, sorry. But yeah, if you want to uh, check out items up for bid, we have a lot, lot, and all proceeds, of course, are going to GiveKidsTheWorld.com. So for any information on that, all you have to do is head over to, uh, a, you know, WDWInfo.com, Disboards, find us on social media. We are putting links out everywhere for this stuff. Uh, it's all via the HandBid app, so go to any app store on any device hand bid h-a-n-d-b-i-d you'll be able to uh help take place in the auction if you want to so um and that is all i have to say about that however i do want to address something that has been brought up multiple times now the past week i'm sure it's being discussed right now at this very second i do not have my glasses on because i broke them i originally broke them in california uh whenever we were there in march and then i was able to super glue them for a while and now they have broken again and i cannot find my super glue 
since I am currently in the transitional phase of moving and it is packed away somewhere, I will be back to glasses very soon because contacts are driving me nuts. And of course, for all you listening out there, none of this matters to you because you have no idea what I'm even looking like right now anyways. And then the last thing I want to throw in here is if we do have any interruptions today in anything, uh, it is because we are having one of those great uh, afternoon thunderstorms roll through Orlando right now. And uh, Florida standard. Florida (laughs) standard. I don't know why I put on the accent for that one. Florida guarantee. I guarantee this is Florida. (laughs) So if we have to... um, if we have to stop this at any point in time and pick it back up later and you'll have to find all this stuff. Of course, this is only for the people watching uh, live right now. But if we have to do a little patchwork on this, then uh, I apologize. But that is just that's Florida for you. That's so, the way the cookie crumbles. That is. That is. So without further ado, Adieu. let's do this. And we are going to start by showing you a little video with terrible music that shows off all of Low Sapphire Falls Resort. So take it away, please. Okay, so that was Low Sapphire Falls for anyone who was just watching there. If you're listening, uh, that will be available at some point in time on youtube.com slash info. whenever I feel like putting it up. Because... We've got busy lives. We've got a mega meet coming up. We got it. Not we have mega, mega. meet coming up. We have a mega meet Speak coming up. for yourself. So I would like to make sure we always enunciate whenever we are saying words. So let's get into this hotel. Let's get on in there. I like it. I like it. Okay, we'll I see you next it. week. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's going to do it for us here. That's going to do it for us. We, we enjoy it. No, so... Uh, Low Sapphire Falls Resort. It is... Oh, okay. So this is where I've been thinking about it the past little bit. Because uh, for the past couple weeks since we've been talking about Royal Pacific Resort and uh, just all of the hotels in general, um, we've been throwing the word theming around a lot. And as we talked about uh, Royal Pacific, we said it was that Southeast Asian-themed look to it uh it had that kind of that pacific island theme to it so in in technicality uh the sapphire falls resort should have a caribbean theme to it however i i'm starting to think that universal is going against the idea of having themed hotels and now they're going with inspired yeah that's a good way to put it inspired so because we we discussed it at length whenever we talked about the Royal Pacific rooms that, oh, they didn't fit the theme of the hotel. They didn't fit the theme. Well, maybe that's because Universal is over doing these overly themed rooms. And I I could understand why, because it's possible to really screw up a room whenever you're trying to theme it to the rest of the hotel. Um, I, I will use a not real to life example of it but anytime i think of a themed room i think of that awful room that they stay at in a goofy movie whenever it's like <laughs> the room. Yeah. like that's what i think of whenever i think of a themed room however um and even at disney they can they can overdo the themes in some of their rooms i'll say some are some are more elegant some are not however i i think universal has adopted this inspired 
look to it. And I would say Lowe's Sapphire, while Cabana Bay was definitely themed oh, yeah, to that sure. time period, and I think it works. This is, I would not say it is a Caribbean-themed resort. I would say it is Caribbean, Caribbean-inspired. And you yeah. see that all throughout the resort. It's starting from whenever you, you come up to the hotel. It's, uh, you know, instead of being like shanties, it's this beautiful uh, mixture of, of whites and blues all over the exterior with a nice little waterfall feature. Just not, not what you think of whenever you think of the Caribbean on the uh, offset. But this, this is more like the uh, Caribbean chic the hotel, yeah. you know, Caribbean hotel chic. So I think of like the, uh, I don't know, the resort stuff. But I will say one thing about that entranceway, though. Yeah. They really need to either give the guard his own little booth or get him out of the folding chair that he was sitting I, in. I think in we, we, of course, were there on grand opening day throughout the entire weekend up until Sunday. So I some stuff was in place that I don't think will be there forever, like including there was a security guard out there. Um he was out there to try to make sure, especially that first day, that all the Universal employees weren't coming over to park in the parking garage and take spaces away from guests who were actually staying at the hotel, mm-hmm. which was a smart decision because that first night, uh, the entire place was swarmed That's by true, Universal yeah. employees uh, all over the place. Um, but yeah, so Caribbean-inspired. It's It starts on the outside. Then you walk in. To the massive, massive grand lobby, and uh, it's again very full of whites. But now you start adding in these dark woods. You have this amazing beach ball chandelier that it's pretty massive. Is, is it's it, it looks, very large? It looks smaller in this photo just because you're using that wider angle lens. But it's pretty impressively large. Oh, yeah, no, I stopped my sentence. I'm sorry. I, I would easily say that it would crush a child if. <laughs> That's great. If it so, fell down. So in the child-crushing tier, we'd say <laughs> that's how we're going to judge our uh, the chandeliers from now on. Yeah. But that that's just the, the key of it. So at no point do you feel like you're smacked in the face with that Caribbean thing. And I'll be honest. I, I dislike the Caribbean. Um, well, I don't, I'm not a big beach themed, like, I don't love that beach theme. Anytime that someone starts saying they're going to theme something like a beach, like my mother told me she was redoing our family room, like a beach theme back home. And I was like, um, no. And, but I've gotten, you know, then I went back, she did a really good job of having that, like the touches of it. Like, you know, we have a pole that's down there that she did in rope. You know, when you do that kind of subtle stuff, I like that. Well, that's what I think this hotel is kind of like for me. Yeah. For me, whenever I think of, uh, that, Caribbean style. I almost think actually like Key West standard. So you have that disgusting pink, those greens. Yeah, that's super the, kitschy. The faded blue that's all exactly. Yeah. It's all kitschy. It's and, very like, you know, it reminds me of the opening, like Edward Scissorhands, yeah. how the town was all that yeah, color exactly. and then black and white up here for him. And you use the, the phrase shanty a lot whenever you're talking about. I love that word. That that's style. Why. And that. That is what I think of automatically as soon as you say uh, Caribbean-themed. And for that reason, I hate it. However, again, this is not. It is just there is an understated elegance behind everything. And that's because although this is on their moderate tier of resorts, I would argue that in some ways this is almost – this is almost – 
as good as any of their deluxe resorts. It, it didn't feel moderate to me. Yeah. No. It, it, it's it, I, during our whole stay and maybe because it's brand new, maybe because of what it is, but I felt like it was, I right on the level of hard rock for sure. I mean, Portofino is a different type of theming, but I thought this hotel was very comparable to hard rock. Oh, it, this is definitely a conventioners hotel too. Granted, they are building convention, an extra convention center to go along with this hotel, but, uh, uh, I feel like it had to reach a certain level of sophistication to really speak out to those business people who are coming uh, in and out on a constant basis. Don't know if they're going to the parks, but they need to have comfortable, good-sized rooms. Yeah, They need to have uh, a lot of dining options available, and there, it just needs to be convenient. Um, and with the lobby area, it even works out that there is so much seating in the lobby, including it. I don't think we have a visual of it, but there's this one giant long table. Yeah. I mean, and there's probably 10, 12 seats on each side of the table. And at each seat, there's an outlet and USB port on there just so you can always be connected. And that's kind of the whole the whole look at this entire thing is they want to make it convenient yeah. and easy for people to have whatever they need in terms of amenities. I think we don't have a, fo- a photo of that because it was actually whilst we were staying there, they were still putting some stuff in yeah. very subtly, um, but they were putting stuff in. I'll cut back to the photo just to show everyone. It was actually sitting just in front of uh, that empty space under the chandelier. And the, the length of the table was wider than the rug that you can see. Yeah. So it's a huge, huge space. Yeah. Now, they... Uh, and that's that's why we're not reviewing this either. We are talking about our experience. We are going to throw in some opinions here and there. Uh, it's impossible for us not to. Um, but we just want to give you an idea of it. But we're not going to say, at this point in time, we can never say, no, don't stay there. Yes, you absolutely have to stay there uh, based on what we experienced. Because it, they flat out, this hotel should not have been opened. Um and the only reason I can say that is because a, a a person from Lowe's actually told us to our faces that, in his opinion, this hotel should not have been opened. Um, I, I won't drop names or anything like that, but uh, there there were some issues that we experienced, so we wanted to make sure that they were aware of what was happening. And you know, they they struggled to get this open. In, in realistic sense, they probably needed an extra month to get this place to a good uh good opening position that they need to be in and they just they they had to they had to put people in the hotel people booked these rooms they couldn't leave them out on the streets they okay. couldn't they couldn't leave them out no, on the streets I was, no yeah well, i was i had this thought halfway through the weekend where i was saying like it, they've opened the hotel this momentum is moving forward but they you know they've said some of the stuff about yeah. it not Maybe it shouldn't have been opened yet. They needed a couple more weeks. But it's kind of like – and they only have a certain number of people able to work or keep going. It's kind of like when you open on that foot, you're never going to be able to – how are they going to get back to where they should be? You know what I mean? Like how is somebody who's working from like 5 to midnight, how are they not going to not be doing that anymore if there's only one of them? Because they clearly don't even have enough time to go get another one of them. You know, that's – it's one of those scary thoughts where – the ball has started rolling, but what I'm worried about is the ball is going to fall apart real fast. I wasn't even expecting that conversation. I was just hoping that I'd set someone up to say, people on the streets. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, there you go. You got the singing, Andy. Yeah, sorry, I thought that you wanted... I didn't know you were cueing me for music. Cueing, always cueing for music. Um, it's a terror knowing what this world is about. Let me out! Fantastic. Fan. Let me out. Fan freaking fantastic. Um, so... Overall, because it was more inspired and not heavily themed, I actually this resort just felt very calming to me throughout. Oh yeah, the for place. sure. Like, again, like I, I think you had it on point where you're saying the blues and the whites, and it's just very. It, it's got that like it, it feels cool and not like oh that's cool. It's like cooling because yeah. the it gives me that water vibe, that stream. I don't, I don't know. You know, obviously, we're surrounded by water, so that's part of yeah. it. But, like, the rug has the water waves on it and everything. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. Yes. And speaking of liking stuff, uh, I think we should uh, now jump into the rooms. So, this is a thousand-room hotel. Uh, to put that into perspective, um, Portofino and Hard Rock are both 750 rooms. Uh, this hotel has a thousand. <laughs> Royal Pacific, which I blanked on entirely, has a thousand as well. And then Cabana Bay has eighteen hundred rooms. So this is in that. That's what also goes along with the uh, level that it's at. Um, and so there's also besides the thousand rooms that includes uh, eighty three different types of suites, from king suites to the sapphire suite. To uh, kid suites, there's all different uh, different levels of accommodations that you can have, and I think we're going to start off discussing uh, kind of the ba- basics of the basics here. And for me, that would be a, uh, a standard room. And for this, we had a standard queen room. We could have had a standard king room, but we didn't. We had a queen in that room. That queen was Oliver. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Boom. Nailed so it. let's go ahead and show off a little bit of that standard queen room. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a standard queen room. Uh, it marked in at a square footage size of 321 square feet. Uh, to put that into perspective with uh, Royal Pacific... Their standard rooms are 335 square feet, so just a tiny bit smaller than that. However, I wouldn't say that uh, this room was uncomfortable by any means, but I didn't stay in it, so I'm going to throw it over to Oliver to really give some opinions about this room. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the, the decor in the room was spot on. Um, talking about the size there, as we were, it was on the smaller size, but it's no smaller than any other hotel room uh, in its class. So I found it to be sufficient. Um, that's in the sleeping area. The, the bit I was quite impressed with was the bathroom. The bathroom was a lot bigger than expected. Uh, I'd say the shower area was very spacious. Um, doesn't have anything like a bath in there. It is just uh, a shower in that, uh, in that space. Yeah. Um, and it's nicely separated with one of those uh, like rolling barn doors, so yes. you can still use your sink and whatnot. 
Um, and that was very good. Very, very wide, very easy to use. Two people could get ready in that space in the morning and still feel separated because yeah. of that door. And, you know, there's more than enough room. Um, it was just the actual living area uh, itself that was probably on the smaller side. But honestly, it's, it's nothing that you wouldn't expect. It was, uh, it was sufficient. Exactly. So, yeah, it, well, I think also the the nice white walls and the the blue carpet, it all it, it kind of makes it feel a little bit bigger. Yeah, it certainly does. Those whenever you go, you know, with a white color, it's going to uh, make the room stand out a bit. And I would say the windows as well were also very large, so they let in an awful lot of light, which does help uh, with that. Yeah. Um, it's not to say it was small. It's just not anything less than you, uh, anything more than you'd expect yeah. it's just the average size of a hotel room in that class i would so. say and i mean speaking of that one thing i completely forgot to mention despite this being a moderate hotel uh as well as royal pacific would be a moderate hotel but we have to compare that to disney in terms of all of their values and moderates are actually you enter from the outside in a motel style However, this one is all interior hallways. So um, once you get in the lobby, you literally never have to go back outside. You don't have to walk outside, get in your room. So everyone's got a, well, it might not be a good view, but you do have a window that will look out and you don't see people walking past your room unless you're staying on the bottom floor and people are walking bath to bath. But, you know, that's just getting into the, the details, I guess, if you must. But yeah, I thought this was a very nice room. I would have been more than happy to stay in it based on my little time in there photographing and videoing it. But another room that we were able to uh, get a get a peek at that I think was definitely on the neato size would be the kids suite. The neato size? I couldn't think of what words I wanted, so I said the first thing that came out of my mouth. And that just happened to be Nido. Uh, but Rhino, you stayed in that Nido room. I did. Tell it, me about it. It was good. It was a it was a pretty big After room. After we oh, watched okay. this quick video. Tell me about it, Rhino. Kids suite. Yeah, I, uh, I have a habit of always staying in the kids suites here. And that's fine. It's just because I am the youngest at heart that works here, I think. That's how I'm, I'm going to take it. Now, I... I thought it was a pretty good room, pretty good sized room. It has the um, standard shower. Um, everybody else's room had the cool sit down shower, but I understand that because you're going to want, if it's a kids' room, you're going to want a bathtub in that room. So mm-hmm. there's a bathtub, um, uh, king size bed in there, very nice mattress. I enjoyed. I slept very well while I was yeah, there. Nice. Um, and you can see in this photo too, if you're watching, um, there is a pretty giant window that overlooks the pool. So I was on the sixth floor. And I think this was like the perfect floor, great view. Um, the window is low, goes down low. So, you know, if you're getting out of the shower or however you sleep in the morning, be aware that pieces will show of you. So, and then um, the kids' room was uh, like all nautical themed. So it was a uh, on the wall. They had a uh, octopus like in the corner on the rug, and then um, two twin size beds. And which was a little weird, and I don't know if it's all the kids' suites are like this. No, they are not all. They are like not. That. So we are on. My room was on the edge of like where the building turned, and so it's it's kind of like a trapezoid shape, and um, so the kids' TV had a like a sitting area. So it had these two little benches that faced the TV, but the TV didn't come off the wall. It was mounted on the wall, but you couldn't turn it to face the beds. Um, 
which if you guys remember from our Royal Pacific review in my Jurassic Park kid suite, that TV was at the end of the beds. Um, so you can't put the kids to bed to watch TV in this room, um, which is fine. Some parents don't want to do that. Um, but at the same time, you're on vacation. I can understand why you would want to do that. So that's just what's happened to be that one. But it, the kids' room was very big in this room, too. Um, 529 square feet. Just total. the kids' room alone. Just in total. Oh, the whole room. Between the two rooms. Yeah. So, so it was it – was, I liked the division of space in the room. Um, it, was ve- it was very comfortable. It was very nautical. Yeah. And I know nautical nonsense was something you wished. No nautical nonsense. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. It's actually my secret Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not realize that. No nautical nonsense. Yes. No, I, I thought these kids' rooms were very impressive while not themed to a popular uh, movie, film, franchise, like uh, the other resorts, some of the other resorts that have the kids' suites. I think uh, I think this one felt right. It just again, yeah. very inspired, very, very classy. I kind of like that they've not chose to go with a certain um, film because I know our uh, complaints were that they didn't go like deep enough into the film with the theming with the other rooms where yeah. they've kept it quite subtle here. But because it's not not specific, you you know you miss it. It's like it blends in with everything else whilst you can still tell it's a kid's room. So I think they've done a uh, a good job with that. Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> Um, that will, well, I will. I will what? say one thing about the, the this room, and I think this was present in all the rooms. Is the so the door to the bathroom is a, a pull, like a barn door. Just yours? No, just mine. Just yours. His too. Yours too. Yeah, mm, you, mine was you, a yours was a you door. You had the two door, bathrooms to choose. Yeah, mine was mine was fine. The yeah. Well, the the barn door is it's supposed to slide down. It doesn't. There's no hook in it. There's nothing to keep it from cl- stopping. So it you close it, and then it just goes. It slowly slides back open, and not just like a crack open. It slides halfway to all the way back open, and you there was could no see people inside. Yeah, there was no way to really do that. So, if you're going to do your business, lock everyone in the kids' room <laughs> and be comfortable. Good advice from a terrible person. <laughs> so, on to the final room that we were able to look at, the Sapphire Suite. Uh, this is a whopping big room we're talking well it's multiple rooms 851 square feet sleeps up to five people total uh this thing was massive so why don't you take a look so that was a big room uh i don't know if it looked that big but trust me it was large considering you walk in you have a personal wash closet water closet pee room whatever we want to call it off to your right as well as a desk then you have a giant dining room table uh that can seat up to six people uh right there as soon as you get in and then that leads into the living room area that has a a nice sectional uh sofa right in front of the tv that also can actually fold out into a sleeper sofa as well if you want to get some people on there get some bodies on there extra chairs and this whole room was just very spacious. Had a nice little uh, kitchenette off to the side, even too, with a with a nice. It was a decent sized refrigerator, actually bigger than the other rooms. This one could easily get some wine bottles in there, a lot of beer, a lot of beer, a lot of beer. <laughs> in fact, your fridge, unlike uh, the fridges in the other rooms, actually had a space for wine. It had yeah. a specific wine shelf. So exactly. They know their audience. Yeah, and uh, good old microwave to microwave some stuff. The world's smallest sink 
that I ever saw. And then the bedroom was uh, just as nice as all the rest of them uh, from what I can tell, still carried that theme in right through the woods, the blues. I The only thing that was weird about mine is I think they forgot to put a desk in the room because there was this, this one blank wall with some outlets right where they would be if there was a desk in there. And then uh, I can't re- I don't I think we had a bad name for the chair that was in the middle of the room. So I'm not going to say the word that we were using to describe the chair, but it was just uncomfortable. The ghost chair? Sitting was chair? that what we said? I didn't use a bad word to describe the chair. I don't remember what we used. It was. Like I have no recollection recollection of a I bad mean, we, name. We used one word in particular that we probably shouldn't toss around a lot. That has to. It's. <laughs> I'm not going. Think, I don't think I remember. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, whisper it after the show. <laughs> Not during the show. Well, I hope I didn't include it in the vlog video that we did of that room because you're sitting in that chair and you're talking about it. Oh. oh. I, I still uh, don't know. Whisker. Wicker passing it. Wicker. Um. <sighs> so. Okay. What? Nothing. <laughs> um. So, the bathroom was also kind of bizarre in that it had this giant sit-down shower, similar to Oliver's room. But then it also had a bathtub as well, too. And then a separate toilet room, as well as a sink, which... For me, I couldn't understand kind of the whole point of this. Would multiple people... I mean, I could understand if it's like you're Bathroom a couple party. and you're trying to like, you know, knock out two at once. But for a family, I would kind of feel like this is slightly uncomfortable that you would have two they're showering... Not, they're not using it at the same time. But why would you put them in the same room then? I think it's just the option was you can take a bath or you can take a stand-up, like the, the sauna-type shower. Um, I, I think that's why they're both in there. It seems excessive to me, yes. I'm I, agreeing I with know. you. I, I, I don't think it needed both. <laughs> Excuse me. It felt to me like um, it was too module. Like they'd built this space for the bathroom, and then they were like, oh, there's an awful lot of space here. Better put some more stuff in. And it was all just off to the sides. It didn't feel like it had been designed. It felt like they were like, well, this is the bathroom space. Do with it as you will afterwards. But... It wasn't bad, but it no, just didn't feel no. designed. It was still. It was very strange design, but it gets the job done. I used it. <laughs> I can attest to it. Did you use both bathrooms, um, Greg, that you had to choose from there, or did you just stick uh, with the one? I, I made sure that I got good use out of all of the restroom facilities that were available. Good to know. That being said, the rooms, I think they are a real treat here. Um, it's... The prices genuinely aren't that bad either. I believe the rooms at this resort start at $169 a night. That's going to be your your very off-season times. Uh, for us in the middle of the summer, I want to say Pete said the room that he booked, the standard room, was around $191 per night. The kids' suite was like $350, I want to say. And then the Sapphire suite was 371 
a night. So overall, prices are fair. And uh, judging by some of the calculations, and we've heard other people saying it too there, it would actually be cheaper depending on the rates that you're looking at to stay at Sapphire Falls where you don't get express passes included in with the hotel and buy them on your own than it would be to maybe stay at Royal Pacific and already have the express passes in there. So it's really something it can change based on availability and all that. You you just you never know how it'll work out. But uh, I would definitely wouldn't look at this one right away and say, oh, it doesn't have express. I don't care about it because there is a chance that you could get a better rate for the room itself and just add on the express pass and still uh, get the better deal out of it. So that's something that everyone would have to work out on their own. We can't tell you. We're not experts. Let the experts of Dreams Unlimited Travel help you with that. Boom. Nailed Nailed it. it. (laughs) Still got it. Royalties. Um, And then I guess it's it's worth mentioning because uh, it is – since it's not a value resort, it's not like Cabana Bay. Dog, uh, sorry, not just dog, but pet-friendly rooms are available at an upcharge if you so wish. And my goodness, did we see some dogs at this resort? We and sure I'm not did. talking about ugly people. I'm talking about a lot Puppies. of dogs. Puppies. Yes. So they were there. People like them. I like them. I like puppies. I know you do. You're weird. I know. Go sit in your chair. <laughs> Go sit Go. in your staring chair and think Go about it. Go sit what you're in doing. your staring chair. <laughs> so that is all the information we have to give you about the rooms. I wish we could give more, but that's all. So let's jump off for a second and talk about the service just briefly because we should have mentioned it more off the top of the show. The service at this hotel seemed to overall be uh, up to the normal standard set at all those hotels that they've ever been at. There were some glaring exceptions, obviously, because it is the first couple days of this resort being open. uh, And some things were more stressful. But uh, I, I can't believe we forgot to talk about it. Whenever we showed up to the resort to check in, we were one of those people that you may have seen on social media that waited about two hours to actually even get checked into our room. And uh, hotel management was trying to accommodate everyone as much as possible and make sure people were leaving that experience as happy as possible because of it, too. So this was uh, this was definitely a test for them to see what they could do. But apparently there was also a bunch of computer issue uh, situations that they were happening, as well as the fact that the resort was, I believe they said, Seven. It was at 100% capacity, but only 70% of the rooms were finished for openings. So this was definitely a tough, tough situation for everyone there. But I think, uh, for the most part, they handled it beautifully. And that would lead us into where they might not have handled things so beautifully. And that's with the dining situation. You've got to be way more specific because we had we seen both ends of the spectrum with dining. I think we should crap sandwich this one. Yep. Shall we? So we'll start off with the high, and that is uh, Strongwater Tavern. The yes. uh, 
That is the tapas style restaurant that is right off the lobby, as well as the. Uh, it's essentially the lobby bar too, because this is the only bar that stays open until 2 a.m. every night. So this is going to be where you're going to see uh, people hanging out as the the night starts to wind down. I can say that we were some of those people, and it was very enjoyable for that. But uh, yeah, it's for people who aren't affiliated. Not affiliated. Jeez. People aren't. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm just going to say random words that doesn't doesn't apply to this situation. For people who don't know what a tapas-style restaurant is, uh, basically these were small plates Mm -hmm. being served to us that were uh, reasonably priced for what the size of the plate is, given the quality of the food. Um, So we had... uh, We... We had just about everything that you could get here in terms of the the main tapas that they offered. I think we got all but like five or six. And um, their their big thing that they were pushing there is ceviche. Very, uh, if you're into ceviche, if you're into seafood, I, I gotta tell you the truth. It was it was good. It was good. Rhino's not really a ceviche person, but yeah, I've tried it at a couple places now, and I I think I'm just committed and never really. It's not a thing. I know they make it on Top Chef yeah. a lot, and they always are like, "Oh, the ceviche." And I'm meh, meh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Wow. Um, but then there's also it goes beyond that. It's not just seafood. Uh, obviously, all of the food is kind of uh, Caribbean uh, stylized. Whether it's uh, featuring menu items from the U.S. Virgin Islands or from Puerto Rico or. Uh, you're going to have to help me. I know you're typing about corgis right now, but I can't remember other islands in the Caribbean. You said that you said there was, there was like six. I don't know a map, a selection of Caribbean islands. Puerto Rico. No, but there was like Colombian themed stuff. Colombian too. Yeah, there was, so it was, I know there's Puerto Rico. I know there's Colombian. I know there was the American Virgin islands. Yeah. Um, United States Virgin. Islands. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of the division in the menu. If only we had one in front of us, which we don't. But, no, but and you can't find it. It's hard to find it online too. So. But I, I would say overall that this was it. This was an enjoyable experience. Um, every time we went in there, which was multiple, multiple times, Rhino, they had this one. Uh, they had this one dish that you just could not get enough of there. That was oh my god! I the uh, the it was like. Oh my gosh, what was it called? Something with hash in the title. Yeah. Plantain with hash or yeah. something like port. I, I can't remember it, the name of it. But if you have a delicious photo, oh, sweet Jesus, that is good. Um, I was also a huge fan of this. I'd never tried anything what, like it before. What, what is it? it? We don't have, there's no, I took a video of the menu. I didn't take a picture of the menu. But um, this thing, this, I will go back just to eat this again because every time I had it, I had it probably three times while we were staying there. It was better each time. It, it's uh, like a little, uh, um, what do you call that? A sunny side up egg? Yeah. Sunny side up egg on top of, uh, um, with some pork underneath of it yeah. and then a sweet plantain on the bottom. And the flavors of this thing came together just right. There was a hint of spice the last time I had it, which I'm pretty sure there was supposed to be all those times. But yeah, 
um, you'd like this one too, Oliver, right? Oh yeah, I yeah. was a huge fan of this. Yeah, um, we, we split one of these. Yeah, uh, multiple times. Yeah, but I didn't. I honestly didn't know what to expect. Uh, very, very good. Eli was... claims he's going to make this for me now. He's like, I didn't know you liked that, so now I'm going to make it. And I'm like, well, get on it, please. Liar! What have you been making for liar? Just liar. Just liar. <laughs> the size is like we were sharing that, and we we've both got appetites, you know. And I found it to be enough. For, um, if you make what it with is. any tapas, if you make the right choices, you can walk away filled for not that much money. But, however, this is a convention-style hotel, so the prices do reflect that. It's it's for those people out there who are given per diems who can mm-hmm. go to town at the end of the day. Um, and that would be the same with the drinks, which they had very creative craft cocktails here. Yeah, I, I loved the, the the stuff you could get from the bar here. No, in a very, they put a lot of time, dedication, and attention into making their drinks, which leads them to take a little bit longer than typical uh, to make a drink. This isn't pool bar. We're just going to throw a bunch of ingredients in a blender together and whip it out for you. I mean, they are they are using every contraption that they can to make sure that these drinks come out as uh, as good as possible. Uh, the The amount of zest that we saw flying in the air. While we were sitting at the bar was beyond humanly possible and real, but uh, very, very uh, interesting craft cocktails for sure. And they had some desserts on the menu as well, too. And uh, some were hits, some were misses, but... I felt like the dessert was in the... See, like the the main part was really good, and then dessert, there was like two that were like... I said it was a disappointment, but then again, it's still new. They're going to get their footing. Yeah. We'll review it at some other time. I just don't think they went into necessarily the same care that they went into the yeah. the main part of the meal with, but yeah. And then we have a little. We'll have a little. We'll have a drink vlog of you yeah. and I trying out some of those drinks at the bar. Yeah, with our thoughts on it up eventually. But I didn't want to flood everything. So. Okay, so let's get that crap in now. Crap sandwich. Oh, this place is the worst. Amatista Cookhouse. Woof. Um. Again, not a solid review. They are going to get their way. We saw some progression by the final time trying this but this place is open for breakfast lunch and dinner um uh, dinner's like five to uh, i want to say it was ten thirty somewhere around that lunch if they still are having lunch at this point in time which i'm not sure if they just did away with it because they needed some extra time to get their heads before dinner was starting at 11 and running until 2.30. And breakfast was starting at 7 and running till 11. However, if you go to eat there, they have a buffet that you can dine at or you can have a la carte breakfast. So the a la carte breakfast ends at 10.30 despite breakfast ending at 11. And that is not advertised anywhere. (laughs) It doesn't tell you that a la carte ends at 10.30. And there's no advertisement. There's an actual buffet either. But if you get in the buffet before 11, you can get the buffet. And then they leave it open until noon, adding to the rest of the nonsense that is Amatista Cookhouse. I just would never go here ever again. I'll go when we have to go for work, but honestly, I'm I'm. Bleh. See, I don't. It's strange because like the 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 aesthetics of the restaurant, they're really nice. They did a really good job with designing it's a pretty it. Pretty restaurant. It's, yeah. it's got. It feels like it's got potential. Like it. it but could no human being well. inside of that restaurant it, has any potential. Well, I can't disagree with you there, to be honest. But it's the food that I did try there. Nothing was outstandingly poor. It just wasn't very 
good. You know, it was it was less than how, average. How much was your breakfast buffet, by the way? Uh, Craig will correct me, but I think it was twenty five. Yeah. yeah, so twenty three bucks. Yeah, so it's and not it, a cheap. It's, it's not a cheap place to go yeah. either. The a la carte wasn't expensive. The entrees ranged between thirteen to fifteen dollars. I felt like so. what I got was in the right range for what me i was too. getting it's especially at a hotel it's just it it's i'm sorry i don't know what they did when they opened this if they just hired a lot of people that had never served before and they just needed to get bodies in there or something like that the last day when we had breakfast the girl who was waiting on us was much better however it just it, i don't know how for me this restaurant is literally like the the black spot in the entire resort. Yeah. Uh, lunch, we were able to sit through a very, very long lunch that was longer than uh, it should have ever been uh, to get. I, the food was good, not great. I think whenever we were eating it, we were quick to say, oh, this tastes really good. But we were also starving. Not literally starving, but we were we were very famished. We needed food. So they could have... They could have gave us uh, – I'm trying to think of a bad food right now. I can't think of any bad food because I'm in that same hunger feeling right now. Yeah, I'm starving right now. I'm, not, I'm you know, even like I'm so hungry right now that I'm like, give me the bad food again yeah. too. So here's my issue right here right off the bat with a lot of the stuff that's happening. Okay, I understand that a place is brand new and you shouldn't judge it too harshly on day one. But don't open the door unless you're ready for business. That's what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? I should judge you. I will give it. I will judge you a little less harshly day one. But this is over a period of three days, first of all, and things aren't getting better. And also, why should that have affected my vacation? You said to me in a promise that I can come stay here and all your amenities are going to be open and up and running and at the best they should be. Every day that you're open for business, it should be open for business. And yeah. And um, this menu is just all over the place. Oliver had to ask a question about his pizza. You ordered a meat lover's pizza and you weren't sure if it was a pizza or a flatbread because there's a spelling error on the menu. And then on top of that, um, stuffed tostones was one of the appetizers we ordered for lunch. I'm sorry. When you tell me it's tostones is stuffed, I assumed that you took the plantain and put something in the middle and then fried it. Not you just took aged dry pork and put it on top of the tostone and then didn't give me a sauce or anything like that and then you charged me god knows what for two of them I'm, i don't know I, I honestly don't know what but it was i'm sure it was like 10 or 12 dollars and i go to a bar down the street from my house and you get like eight on the thing it's not stuffed they're just tostones I don't, I don't know. I'm really frustrated by this place. Like yeah. it, a lot of advertisement that this specific restaurant is making, and none of it is true. The breakfast menu is wrong. This stuff's wrong. Just to add to the breakfast menu as well, um, I called up because I tried to get confirmation from someone that works there about the a la carte breakfast menus, and they told me one thing um, that it finished at a certain time. And then I called up again the next morning before we went down uh, for breakfast and just to clarify because they didn't seem very sure. And that person told me that it was all morning. So I had like two different answers from people. But the second person said it very confidently, like they knew what they were doing. It wasn't it wasn't good. <laughs> like yeah. it, she put too much confidence in it for me. It was it felt like she really on reflection she probably didn't have a clue at all but she wanted to give the impression like she did and i honestly think that's the issue with this restaurant it goes a lot deeper than oh you know it's opening day it's opening week we're working out some teething problems oh we because didn't get that thing that. we didn't get this thing that's yeah. fine yeah it's like we've seen that in the hotel we you know we've mentioned we waited for quite some time to check in if you notice that didn't bother us that much because they dealt with us very well when we got there and they handled the situation 
successfully, you know, as best you can for someone that's waiting that amount of time to check in. They were very polite. They did the right thing. This restaurant didn't give that impression. I didn't think at any point, oh, well, you know, it's opening day. It, it, the whole time I was like, no one knows what they're doing. Not a single person here has got a clue what's going right. on. Right. Yeah. They, and, they're, they're, they're thieves of your time. Yeah. They're stealing my that's vacation. That's what happened at dinner because we sat for quite a while with not getting acknowledged by servers it was it was uh, management. I, I believe it was 18 to 20 minutes yeah. at the point we it was we sat down and it was like 808 and by the time we got up it was like 822 or 25 or something like that yeah the and, guy who yeah. you spoke to the day before just ignored us yeah the server so, stood right there and didn't say anything to we us we didn't even get to try their entrees because the dinner and lunch menu were essentially the same except there was like six or yeah. seven entrees that you couldn't get at lunch uh overall amatista needs some help it needs some work and i i'm i'm actually excited at this point now that we're gone and we're away from the hotel uh so be it what happened happened but now i'm excited to go back in a couple months from now and see if they've improved because I think there was potential there for it being a good restaurant, uh, but they just weren't they just weren't ready for it, and that's you know that's unfortunate. But uh, someone that was ready the the Drum Club Cantina, yeah, Cantina, uh, that was that was pretty pretty awesome. The pool bar uh, essentially with a menu with a menu that was priced. Actually, pretty much the same prices as yeah. a, a sit-down restaurant at Amatista, but very creative menu. Uh, like all good pool bars, they they had massive plates of nachos with picadilla beef or fun chicken, um, which just like whenever we had it at Royal Pacific, just I, I don't understand who is supposed to eat all of this by themselves. But with the two of us, we pretty much got it done. Um, two of us? There were three of us. Yeah, Oliver picked. He didn't eat, though. I wasn't feeling. I wasn't feeling that hungry that yeah. day. But the ones, was, and this is yeah. this is why I think this is like so good because when I tried those, I was impressed at the quality and the taste of those nachos. And when you find when you find you're enjoying food and you're not that hungry, you know it's quality. So the nachos, I I think if I ever went, well, I will go back. When I go back, I'll be ordering just the nachos by themselves, and I'll see if I can polish it off. Yeah. And, I, I, I yeah I, I like Craig said we I, they were good they were real good and all the all the dishes were creative I had an octopus salad which was uh, char grilled octopus served on a bed of lettuce and such with uh, with a nice vinaigrette on it very creative dish and I ate this up like nothing else uh, Rhino had a, a fun chicken salad. And Oliver had a jerk chicken sandwich, all, all very, uh, very appetizing for sure. Yeah, I think Pretty. I tried a little bit of everything, yeah. and there wasn't one bad dish out of all of them. No. Everything was very impressive, no. and even the handmade desserts. I thought were the desserts were really creative. Phenomenal. For a pool. like at first, I was like, when you read them on the menu, they seem like oh, ice cream sandwich, whatever, whatever. And then there's like these lollipop things. And those were really cool. The alcoholic lollipops. The that's a pina colada one, I believe. And then there was yes. a, a mango um, something. You had that one, Oliver. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, they look very similar until you bite into them. But um, yeah, they have a shot of alcohol inside of them. And so those are cool. The ice cream sandwich that I ordered though is so good. It was like made there with like the cookies were made there, and then ice cream in the middle, and it like. 
I didn't think it was going to be as pretty as it was either with like the whipped cream and, and the strawberries on top. Their whipped cream was like hand whipped in the back. It was so creamy. Yeah. Cream beige. It was very good. It was excellent. This was good. Um, I'd go back here and eat in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. If you were like, oh, I'm staying at the hotel, I'd be like, let's go over there and let's eat. Let's do it. I, I agree with that. Um, they also do have the new Dutch trading company, which uh, I tried to get food there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was this was not their day. fault. This was not their fault. I tried to get food there, but there was this, like, uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to describe the person, not because I fear that they might be watching this, but I don't want to seem uh, either sexist, ageist, or anything like that. I'll just say there was a very difficult person who asked like 900 questions we were standing there waiting 10 minutes and everything it was i don't want that much rice put put back the rice i what yeah, what stop, type of stop soup scooping. is that ma'am that is how much rice you are paying for either way what type of soup is this i want i want the soup how <laughs> okay okay here's your soup no i need more soup in that cup than that it's like <sighs> it's the amount they're supposed to give you come on <sighs> So, regardless. Well, and my issue here, too, is I went for the PB&J milkshake, and they for the first two days, I don't think they could make it. I think maybe on the third day they had it, but at that point, we'd been eating all weekend, and I was like, I can't justify a milkshake for my lunch. They, so. they had the equipment on the yeah. third day, but they still weren't doing them. Well, it was just the knowledge. peanut butter they were missing. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't the other one. It was peanut butter ice cream. It wasn't like a regular And this thing, place, so. is a, it's a mixture of grab-and-go food items. They've got, uh, like, they've got actual food items that you could find if you were in the Caribbean islands all around. They have some specialty coffees and other things that they sell specifically with their branding on it. There's ice cream. There's sandwiches that you can get, like Cuban sandwiches. There's some uh, there's some hot entrees that they offer as well, like uh, chicken and rice and beans and soup. As I said, so there's th- this was something that I was I was actually very excited to. However, after four days of some frustration, this person just I uh, looked at Rhino and I said, "I'm getting the." I believe I said an expletive. I'm getting the f out of here. Yeah, and we walked out, but you know. That's me. I can be cranky at some points. It's just me. You know, just be aware of the people around you. That's all I'm going to say. Just be polite. Be aware that you're in the middle of a long line. And, well, there wasn't a line when you started, but you've created one now. So thank you. So lots of fun dining options and one terrible one. Um, And then I want to just wrap this up with some of the other stuff that you can find around. The first thing worth noting is the gigantic poll. And I feel comfortable saying the gigantic pool because this actually is the largest pool you will find on property it is just whopping large it goes on and on and on and on and on all the way to the back until you hit the water slide which was uh which was themed all around this uh interesting stonework like it was an old spanish fort or something that had been attacked and the pirates won and so they decided to put a slide in there. I don't know. I don't know who makes these decisions. Um, but I do know that they made some smart choices here and there. There's a, there's a bunch of seating for uh, for you if you want to lay out and get some sun on some sandy beach areas as well as also uh, concrete if you don't prefer sand. I don't like sand getting in my shoes. Uh, but that's why I wore flip-flops on the last day whenever I did a great walking tour. <laughs> where if you want to hear that, go and listen to the walking tour because if, it's, it's brilliant. If I've, you want to hear my flip-flops, 
for five to ten minutes. Just watch our walking tour, especially after they. So this is a zero entry poll. People are allowed in the poll right now. People and, are allow- allowed here, yes. But yeah. it's not like a standard zero entry where there's like one certain section. There's right in the middle of this pool, there's like this zero entry walkway for where you can get from one side of the pool to the other and just like I I almost felt like I needed to be Moses and have the water start to part, but I decided to go walk straight through there with flip flops on and first off I soaked myself completely because of course the flip flops flopped water up on me. Flip and flop flopped water. Flip flop flopped water on me. And then of course anyone who's ever heard wet flip flops before knows it might be the most obnoxious sound in the world. So I continued to walk for another five to ten minutes after that period. I was an idiot. Go out and watch that video. It was fun. Um but this pool area was pretty spot on. The one funny thing that I have to mention was uh they didn't have like a proper dj set up they clearly just had someone's iphone plugged into a speaker system because we were sitting around there i think whatever we were eating and all of a sudden we just heard this iphone start ringing (laughs) because the person was getting a phone call and then as soon as they missed the call that went back to the music music playing right from where it stopped off which was that was definitely a highlight of the entire time. But everyone seemed to be eating this pull up. They all they all loved it. The kids were having a great time. The slide was a hit. It was I, I was impressed with it. Lots of shade, which is important for a ginger like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Georgia. I enjoyed the pool. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> um yeah, just to back up what Craig was saying there absolutely tons of seating areas like you what you won't struggle i think when the hotel's at full capacity um you shouldn't struggle to sit down and i've actually just because what i've done before in the past before i worked at the diz i've I've spent a lot of time around pool areas and that's one problem they always always fill up uh, on chairs and i was immensely impressed that they'd um actually use the space well because you can sit in different areas and it gives the whole pool uh, a different feel and theme depending on where you're sitting them from because you know there's lots of like shady areas like craig was saying there's lots of places that uh don't have that shade there's a fire pit which we're assuming works at some point even though we never seen it whilst we were there yeah um but yeah it was i was impressed with the the whole of the pool area very good yeah and uh, right around the pool area they had other amenities of course too they had some ping pong tables a pool table that you could uh, pay some extra money. There was a lot of cornhole I saw going around the hotel, which is always a fun, fun game to play. I know Rhino likes throwing his sack through through holes. Um, <laughs> and uh, they also had an arcade wow. that was well stocked with lots of games. There was there was also a gym that is available for your access that. Uh, was not finished for most of the time we were there, but you know that wouldn't stop uh, ignorant tourists from just walking through those doors, anyways, thinking that they can do whatever they want whenever they, just they want to ruin the nice things before we even before yeah. we could even get to them yet. And you know, it's always we could ruin them. It's always fun watching like a ten-year-old kid trying to use a a lifting machine where they jack it all the way up to two fifty, and then the parents are standing right there, say nope. Keep keep doing it. You got it. Like, okay, you're going to break that. It hasn't been... It's not even open yet. And you are going to go in here and break this. Ridiculous. But... That is the main amenities. Of course, as we said, there are uh, there is the water transportation, too. 
Mm -hmm. you just want to take a boat ride around i hate that boat now i won't go into that but i hate the boat yeah walk the walking path past uh royal pacific on the way to city walk and all the theme parks is very enjoyable i i appreciated it very much i liked it a lot you can pokemon go as you go i did and uh overall i think this hotel has just a little bit of everything for everyone um and I, I think it's a good addition to the lineup at Universal Orlando. I agree. Uh, I think this actually might be my favorite hotel, but I've never – I, to be honest, I've only ever stayed in Portofino and Royal Pacific. So I haven't made my way around yet. But I would say that I really do want to stay in Cabana Bay a lot because I really – that theme really speaks to me. But other than that, I think this was my favorite experience in the hotel so far. Good. Other than that garbage hole of a restaurant. Good. Don't go there. Good. Oliver, any thoughts from you? Um, nothing I've Fantastic. Uh, already covered. <laughs> Brilliant. Back to you, Craig. Back to you. Oh, hello. <laughs> so, uh, that, I think, is actually going to uh, wrap things up for it. I don't have anything else left to say about Sapphire Falls. I can't uh, wait to go back in a little while and get the chance to actually do a full, good, in-depth review where we really uh, really uh, grind their gears on there, see if those rooms are clean, if the service got better. Or if, if your room has a desk in it now. <laughs> if my room has a desk in it <laughs> and not a creepy chair in the middle of the room. Uh, just lots of stuff like that. So, yeah, it was fun. Thank you guys for having this discussion with me. You're Did welcome. a lot of good. So you're welcome. But we are going to have to wrap things up because we have a mega meet I'm to hungry. get ready yeah. for. We are hungry. We're excited. So of course, go, go. to disunplug.com. That's where our show notes are. Uh, you'll be able to find the links for uh, this show and all the other ones and any information that would be useful to you. If you need useful information, uh, go out and like us on social media and. Uh, Maybe we'll post something. I can't promise that. I can never promise anything. Get on that hand bid, too. Mm, Download that that app. Check out what's in there. A lot of cool stuff. Keep checking. We keep adding stuff to it as well. You see more stuff appear. There's loads of stuff in there now, but there's going to be even more stuff. They're all for Give Kids the World, and a lot of the stuff is very, very inexpensively priced. Yeah, I should say. And I, like, I'm very surprised about the price. Not to say that they're not inexpensive items. No, but they've just they're, they're affordable. So There's go in there and check it out. Specifically, an item that I know cost hundreds, hundreds of dollars listed for like eighty dollars. That I was even like, oh, maybe I'll get it. Mm. But check Intriguing. it out. Everybody can do that. How to? How to? So thank you guys so much. Thank you to all of our audience out there who took the time to watch and listen to this. We hope you did enjoy it. If you didn't. Well, you know, thumbs down button. But I know all y'all out there are going to hit that thumbs up button. All y'all. All y'all guts to hit that thumbs up right now. I need to see it. But that's going to do it for us. And we will be back with you next week for our Resolutions. July. Well, our July wrap up of oh, everything okay. that we didn't talk about newsworthy because we've been talking about hotels for three weeks straight. And I'm getting very tired of talking about hotels, <laughs> hotels, hotels, hotels. That's going to do it for this episode. But we will be back with you next week for another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Oh, res- you even said resolution. I resolutions. said resolution. Oh, yeah, goodness. We've got to make a plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>